the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody, four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name's Mark Salem, and Renee had to go out and paint her chair. (laughs) So (laughs) she's out at the barn, and the wind has died down, so that's kind of good. Anyway, it's nice up here. It's 59 degrees at the barn, so I'm looking at my weather station in the radio studio. Anyway, 602-508-0960. That's the phone number if you have a car question or car problem or even a comment. Or if you want to argue, that's okay, too. 602-508-0960. And let's go to Andy. Thank you for holding through the break, Andy. How can I help you? Hi, Mark. How are you? Thanks for taking my call. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Real quick, uh, real quick comment um, to put a little historical perspective. I'm 57 years old. I have a brother that's about to turn 68. The only thing he's ever done wrong in his life was got caught with some of the neighbor friends siphoning gasoline from the bus yard, the school bus yard, back yeah. in 1972. I think gas was 72 cents a gallon. <laughs> My dad was able to talk him out of it, but uh, or talk the police out of it, but, boy, I'd like to see 72 cents a gallon now. Oh, yeah. I remember in 1968 that we had um, we could fill up VW bugs. Now, I think their gas tank in the that back then it was 8 or 10 gallons. We could fill them up for $3.15. That's how oh, much. That's when I yep. first started my I was a sophomore in high school and I worked at Ken's Broadway Shell at Broadway and Priest in Tempe. And I worked from the 3 to 11 shift, and I closed at 11 and, you know, went home real quick and got ready for school and, and stuff like that. But um, I, if I'm not mistaken, that's going to come up to like 15, 17, and 19 cents a gallon in 1968 when I first started that. Yeah, it'd be nice. Wow. <laughs> well, my memory of the cheapest gas was 29.9. You probably remember six-cent stamps, too, but I remember eight-cent stamps. And, you know, I, I don't remember the stamps because that just, my fingernails were greasy and I wasn't a paper guy. And my wife will remind me that milk was so much way back then and stuff like that. Really and truly, if I go into a grocery store, it's because it's the only place in town that's got a quart of oil. That's really the only time I go into a grocery store. Good so. stuff. That's real dedication. And, well, and, 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 Anyways, and, and it's, have... go ahead. Well, anyways, I have a question, a nagging problem with a 2001 Chevy Monte Carlo that always thinks I'm going to steal it. I say always, but too often. It's got a security system in the ignition, and um, inexplicably, I I guess this is a really bad problem. I'm not sure why there wasn't a recall, but sometimes it just won't start because the security system thinks I'm going to steal it, and I have to wait like 15 minutes for it to stop flashing before I can start the car. I've YouTubed this issue, and... Basically, the only solution that's that's readily available is to do like a bypass switch. But there's some sensor, and I'm wondering if you've ever encountered this and if there's a way to just make it right without having to have a 
uh, a toggle switch hanging below my ignition. Well, um, your key has a, uh, a a chip in it, right? It does not, actually. There is no chip in it. So it, okay. it, it's just a, a, a wiring issue, but, there, but uh, there's a sensor there, apparently. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that. It didn't now it, it it does it crank over and not catch no it it will not engage at all so just you're, you're sitting there with a you know it won't turn over at all and the, and okay. there's a an idiot light that flashes security security and um, okay. and after about 10 to 15 minutes it will stop and then you can start the car you know, I, I, I'm sorry um, that is in my error I mean I remember that security system Um but I, I, I am at a complete loss of words to explain to you how it works and what the bypass is. But really and truly, for the t- today's technology, um, you, your car's an one It's twenty years old, and th- that's old stuff. I mean, for us old gray-haired guys, I'm quite sure I can find the answer to that by the end of the day, because I'm going to call a couple of friends of mine, a couple of shop owners, and I'm going to call Eddie, one of my uh, number one techs. Um, and then I'm, we're going to find out what's going on. It's that really, was, what what is that it that you did? What, 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 Go ahead. Well, to, to, what, what did I do to cause it to happen? I mean, I inherited it this way. I inherited it from a friend with, with the warning. Um, and so it just, it just happens periodically. Some I might go 30 starts without it happening. Then it'll happen five out of six times. And, of course, okay. it's the most inconvenient time. Do you have a key fob? No, it is. Oh, actually, there is a key fob. Yes, there is a key fob, um, and that's another little issue because when I replace a little battery, it only lasts for about three weeks. So maybe, of course, maybe I don't know if that's if that is related or not. You hopefully well, you'll be able to. Okay, the the car. Let's just talk in in general terms. Okay, in order for the car to know that there's a security breach, it has to know a bunch of things. So I'm I'm thinking out loud here. I'm not saying that this is. God's word, but you walk up and you push the fob, and we unlock the doors, and you get in, and everything is fine, and the security system has seen that the lock was locked, and now it's seen a radio wave to unlock the car, then you get in, and then boom, it starts right up. Now, if it loses sight of the of the unlock c- command, and, it, and you unlock the doors, and you get in, and the security light's flashing, it thinks you're stealing the car. So I'm, I'm guessing, Correct. I'm guessing. So, so the real question is, is, is where is the anti-theft module, and where are the two wires that we need to tie together <laughs> to eliminate the security system? That's really what. What part of town do you live in? You know, I don't. I'll, I'll take the chance. I'll take the chance that some actual nefarious stranger might try to steal the car. I know that I'm not going to. I don't even yeah. think it's possible. Well, it um, there has to be something that's telling somebody not to give you spark or fuel, or not to let you crank the car. And it's seeing something it doesn't like, and so the matter. It's this isn't that tough. What part of town do you live in? Well, I'm actually down in Tucson, but um, okay. And, um, and listening to you down there. Okay. Um, I, if you'll send me an email, Mark at MarkSalem dot com. Mark at MarkSalem dot com. I have a couple of friends down there, and there's a couple. There's one in Sierra Vista that's just a wizard. Um, but that's that's a little too far to drive. But um, I'll, I'll ask around if anybody. Once I figure out what the fix is, then um, maybe I can send it to you, and uh, and then That'd you can 
fantastic. You, you could you could then say to them, "Have you ever performed this fix, or can you look at this?" But this is a bad idea, and I'll tell you why. A guy in Phoenix is diagnosing your car and giving you a map on how to fix the car, and you're going to take it to a guy in Tucson. So if he doesn't do it right, the guy in Phoenix is going to be blamed. If it doesn't work, the guy in Phoenix is going to be blamed, and you're in the middle of these two guys. So that's the scary part. But I, I still am willing to help you because I think this is going to take five minutes of my time to figure out. So Well, that would be cool. And I'm a criminal attorney by trade so i'm get i get blamed for everything all the time so oh i don't I, I oh, promise not. you're a criminal defense attorney yes oh my god well that Good just time. that's going to cost you i'm a former policeman well, you you are our, i'm teasing you i'm teasing you that's it's, why i remember all the stories from my uh, my two older brothers youth all the uh, all the mis the you know Slight misconduct, and it, it was a time when it really was. <laughs> you know, um, I have. Uh, it, this isn't going to make you feel any better, and I'm not telling you this. I have a huge amount of attorney friends, and I'm proud to say that half of them are on the plaintiff side, half of them are on the defense side, half of them, half of them are on the criminal side, half of them are on the criminal defense, all of them. And they all have a good place well, in society, and I'm proud of all of them. And many of the insurance companies I work for, I work for them because these guys are between me and the insurance company. And so I give well, the attorney and, and the we, bad news, and, and he tells them the bad news. Yeah. Well, it all comes down to the Constitution. I'm actually part of a group of small folks that are that that lean very conservative because the way we see it, it it's uh, the individual against the monolith of the government, and what's in between is the Constitution, and it needs to protect everybody. And so, I've never had any trouble. I started as a prosecutor in Phoenix, but never had any trouble doing the defense function. It's a very okay. important thing. Do you go back to the '70s in Phoenix? No, um, I started in oh gosh. 92. So oh, okay. I, 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 okay. I didn't arrive to Arizona until late and okay. graduated okay. In, uh, from law school. All righty. Okay, well, good luck. Thank you, but thank you Andy. I, thank you. One, one final comment. My dad was in Yuma and used to tell me in World War II, Phoenix had a population of about 60,000, and uh, that they would come in from Yuma to a party in a, in a city of 60,000. Those days are long gone, too. Well, San Luis was bigger than Yuma back then, and, 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 and there was a lot more young men going south across the border than there was in those guys coming north back then, back then, because I was born and raised in the border. So um, I, I'm very familiar with the, the antics of my older brothers lying to my mother and father about where they were going, and then I would hear stories about the Yolanda Club and a variety of other places in Agua Prieta that they shouldn't have been but that's another story i gotta go anyway thank you andy 602-508-0960 602-508-0960 when it comes to good shops kurt's auto repair is certainly one of the 30 guys i talk about that's just a home run hitter kurtz has been around a really long time he opened their doors in 1987 he suffered a catastrophic fire a couple years after that they rebuilt he's back on i-17 and bell he has ASE certified technicians. He knows right from wrong, and he understands people, both customers and his employees, but everybody in the shop knows that you don't BS the boss. Kurt knows right from wrong, and they know better than to test him. So if you're in the I-17 and Bell Road and you don't have a repair shop, he does from oil changes to big stuff. Anything you need, 
he and and I tease him a lot. So you might even say at your first oil change, can I bring my weed eater back and have you get it running for me? And he will laugh because he'll know <laughs> that I said that. But anyway, Kurt's a great guy. I-17 in Bell Road, Kurt's Automotive, northeast corner. 602-508-0960 is the phone number. If you have a car question or a car problem or if you have a comment, then 602-508-0960. If you know what we're talking about on this old Monte Carlo with a, uh, a security system with evidently a key fob and that's all, and you want to enlighten me, you can do that as well, 602-508-0960. Any kind of car question, anything within reason is is well within reason, so you can you can call us. And I'm especially good when it's my husband says this and my dad says this or my husband says this and I say this or my wife says this and I say this. Those are the, I'm really good at that. Judge Judy's got nothing on me when it comes to uh, drawing a line between a dispute about cars. But as far as the gas is concerned, I'm reminded that we're in, we're, our gas prices are going through the roof and the gas siphoning is going to be an issue. And if that is the case and you're worried about it, just get yourself a locking gas cap. It's going to be so much easier to go to your neighbor's house that don't have locking gas caps as opposed to to trying to pick the lock on your car. I can tell you that there's a lot of people that know how to pick locks on gas caps because they do it because the people lose the key and you're not going to beat it off with a hammer because you're going to blow the car up. So there's a lot of us that know how to pick those locks. But I'm going to tell you something. For me, it might take me 15 or 20 minutes before I get that locking gas cap off. And I think I'm as good as anybody else out there or I'm as bad as anybody else out there. So when it comes to to the gas shortage and if you're concerned about losing gasoline, the answer is locking gas cap. That's the answer. We'll be back right after this. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. Contact Cordell and Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Phoenix area attorneys. 6730 North Scottsdale Road, Suite 230, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85253. Joseph Cordell, licensed in Missouri and Illinois only. Online at CordellCordell.com. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. 
Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Mama, what does the chicken say? Uh, dog. Cat. Giraffe. Giraffe, really? Giraffe. Uh, giraffe. You're not going to get it all right. Just make sure you nail the big stuff, like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Get it right. Visit NHTSA.gov. Slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Courage. I learned it from my adoptive mom. Hold my hand. You hold my hand. <laughs> Learn about adopting a team from foster care at AdoptUSKids.org. You can't imagine the reward. Brought to you by AdoptUSKids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Well, 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, I want to tell you about a good shop in town, Larry Harker's Autos at 38th Avenue and Indian School, and uh, he's been around a long time. And I've known him for a very long time, and I know that he's good, and I know that he's honest, and I know he's dependable. And I know he can fix cars because there's people on the northwest side that I send to him because he's more convenient. And Bob and Alan can fix the car. So if you've got one of those cars that nobody can fix, or if you need an oil change and you're near 38th Avenue and Indian School, I'd like to suggest Harker's. Been around since 1967. 38th Avenue and Indian School since 1967. So they're not going to be out of business anytime soon. We had um, a call, and it was about a 2001 Monte Carlo with a security system problem. And um, I have consulted with other experts, and they're supposed to call me and tell me about it. And so I'm waiting for them to call me. And uh, when you get a call, if we get a call, then Gil will tell me in my ear that we have a call. And you're welcome to join us, or if you have a comment, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, and uh, we can go from there. Gil? Oh, I, I, I thought we lost everything. Oh, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Okay, I'm going to push a more, couple more buttons and... Okay, good enough, good enough, good enough. I was looking at my bars, and I'm the one that's talking, but there's nothing there. And I'm thinking, oh, I, maybe I hung up on him. But then the disconnect switch is still still there, so I know I didn't dump you. Anyway, on the Monte Carlo, Eddie's going to call in because Eddie has ex- experience in this, and he was going to tell us how to do that, and so we'll kind of wait for him. But evidently, there's some kind of a sensor on the key where you put the key in the ignition lock assembly, which is on the side of the steering column. And it's at that point, there's some kind of a security breach. Supposedly, there is a way to wait 10 minutes and put the key in your ear, honk the horn twice, and uh, and say the Hail Mary three times. And in 10 minutes, then uh, the car will then start. But my real question to him was, I left a message for him, is please 
is there a way to bypass this technology that's 20 years old that isn't working real well, or is it a very fixable issue? So we're kind of waiting for that. 602-508-0960. For anybody else that has a car question or a car problem, you're more than welcome to call us. 602-508-0960. What kind of gasoline do you put in your lawnmower? Do you hunt down leaded gasoline? Well, you probably won't find any, but lead in the gasoline, um, there was a time we used that to preserve the valves opening and closing. And it helped with the metallurgical deterioration of the metal valve and the metal seat. The seat is where the valve closes and it seals the combustion chamber, the cylinder, away from everything. So the valve opens and closes and it has to be an airtight seal when it closes. And so those are the kinds of things that we talk about when we talk about engines and stuff like that is, is the ability of everything to work in complete synchronization. And that's really what it's all about is complete synchronization. I have a 55 Chevy truck that I've been working on, and Renee and I just went to Home Depot the other day in it. It'll do about 58, 48 miles an hour, wide open throttle, and it has a really low set of gears, so the motor is screaming at about 50 miles an hour. And um, the, there's no timing marks on the engine, and so my intention is is I'm going to um, advance the timing until it starts pinging, and then I'm going to back it off because I don't have any other reference point on this particular old motor. But it's a lot of fun to drive, and it has a compound four-speed. And what's really interesting to me is that the compound four-speed is synchronized. Otherwise, I can go from fourth to third without double-clutching it and without doing all kinds of gyrations to get the interior gears to the same speed. Otherwise, this gear on the left and this gear on the right, if they're at the same speed, then they'll lock together. If one's spinning faster than the other, everyone knows what the sound sounds like. But this is an interesting one. Who's that, Gil? Say hello to James. James, good morning, buddy. How can I help you? Well, I got a 2000 Chevy Sobrato, and I it's happened for the longest time. I've got a ABS light on, and then I've got the parking brake brake light on, and I can't figure out where the heck to go with it because I, I you know, obviously YouTube it, looked it up and it says that it's, you know, this strap and that strap and I, I, where do you start? Well, um, the brake light, um, the brake pedal assembly should have a switch up underneath the dash, and oftentimes we'll take the entire assembly that's bolted up and to the left. And we take that entire brake assembly, parking brake assembly down, and just replace the switch or adjust the switch or something like that. Um, if it's used on a regular basis, then it could easily be an adjustment or it could be a switch. That's not a big deal because if you take that wire and you ground it, the light comes on. And if you don't ground it, the light doesn't go on. And so all it does, that pedal assembly, all it does is when you don't push the, when you push the brake, we ground the switch, which turns on the light. So when you turn the key on, we're telling you, hey, don't go anywhere until you release the parking brake or the emergency brake. That's really that. On the ABS issue, you can Google your butt off, and there isn't anybody that's going to tell you how to fix that without a scanner and without knowledge of how the system works. So... So is it weird that they both come on at the same time and then they both shut off at the same time? So it I'll be going down the road and suddenly, you know, it 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 it'll come on and then I'll drive over a couple bumps and boom, they you know it goes off again. Well, um, and it's both of them at the same time. I okay. don't know. <laughs> it it 
I think it's a bad idea to think that you're going to do one repair and fix both. Why wouldn't we just focus on one? Let's just focus on one, the parking brake. That's the easy gallog right there. So let's just get the parking brake. And then if the parking brake stops coming on, but on a bump, we get ABS activation, then, then we'll go fix that. I, I'm going to say that I'm 99% sure there is no relationship between the parking brake and the ABS module and the ABS light, and I'll tell you why. ABS isn't even active when the car is in park. It isn't even awake so when the car is Yeah, but the parking brake is. So the key's on, the motor's running, even the motor's off. The key's on, the parking brake is, is, is awake. And so I think that's the easy one to go to. Um, you're... I bet you, if you've YouTubed and looked this over, there must be 200 people that that tell everybody they know how to fix this. This is very fixable, but you better have 20 years of experience that encompasses the year of your car, which you said was a 2000. So that's 22 years. On a 1 to 10 scale, that parking brake issue might be, the diagnosis on a 1 to 10 is going to be a 2. A 2. And so just have somebody look at it now. I think that there's a better than even chance that finding it, let's pretend I'm using stupid numbers, finding it is $35 and fixing it is $10 more. That's what I think. Okay. <laughs> That's the very Sounds best. Like what deal. part of town do you live in? Central Phoenix. Okay. Uh, 25th Street and Indian School, 16th Street and, uh, and uh, Thomas. Sixteenth uh, Street. Well, I'm sorry, Seventh Avenue, Glendale. Okay. Um, so, I mean, Parker's is Thirty Eighth Avenue Parker's. in Indian School. Yeah. I mean, this. My father-in-law uh, takes his truck there, so that sounds good. Yeah. It, it, again, on a one to ten scale, your the parking brake issue is a two or a three. The ABS issue, we have to we have to catch it in its bad mood, especially because you said the light is intermittent. That's going to make a difference. Anyway, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free GetUpside Gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes, up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I'll make 200 to $300 this year. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free GetUpside app now. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code BOOST for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 50 cents a gallon on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code BOOST for up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code BOOST. As a young teenage boy, I didn't even know what autism was. How do you even spell that? A few years later, I heard that a friend's cousin's son had been diagnosed with autism. I still wasn't sure what that really meant. When I went to college, my roommate's brother had autism. When I moved to the city for work, my best friend called me and told me his son had been diagnosed with autism. We were both in shock. I still remember the day I walked into the house and saw that look on my wife's face. I knew something was wrong. I'll never forget how I felt when she said, our son has autism. Autism is getting closer to home. 
Today, one in 88 children is diagnosed with autism. That's a 1,000% increase in the last 40 years. Learn more at autismspeaks.org signs. Early diagnosis can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You're bringing your daughter to her favorite pop star's concert. Do you A, wear earplugs? Isn't this fun, Dad? I have a soft pretzel. B, remember the moment with matching concert t-shirts. That's going to be 180 bucks. Or we can just take a photo. C, show her how you used to do concerts. We're going crowd surfing. I can't. It's too heavy. Oh, my God. Or D, just roll with it. Woo, Justin, look at us, we're over here. Justin, Justin, OMG, he just looked, I love you, Justin, I love you. When it comes to parenting, there are no perfect answers. But that's okay, because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit adoptuskids.org slash az. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when it happened. There was a sudden jolt and our submarine crashed on the seafloor. We were in total darkness. That's Dr. Dejana Figueroa, a marine biologist and STEM teacher, talking about a deep sea dive she'll never forget. It's funny, when I was a kid, I was afraid of the ocean. And there I was, two miles below the surface. But as a scientist, you prepare for that. Using our training and a little creativity, we fixed the sub and finished our experiments. The dive was just too important. Every dive gives us glimpses at things few people ever get to see. Blowing creatures, fiery undersea volcanoes. When we got back to the surface, I kissed the ground and called my mom, of course. But you know what? I wouldn't trade that dive for anything. Dr. Figueroa uses her passion for STEM to discover new things and make the world a better place. She can STEM, so can you. Check out She Can STEM for more stories and inspiration. A message from the Ad Council. All about that demon Thirty four minutes after the hour of eleven o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. We're here talking about cars. You're welcome to join us. We have five lines available. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Those are the numbers that you'd need to hear. And you're welcome to give us a call. David, give or John. John, give me about thirty seconds. Strictly Diesel Service and Repair is up at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. Nate is a really nice, good, honest man. He knows Chevys and Dodges and Fords like very few people in the industry. He's able to 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 find the exact problem. He's not going to do a shotgun repair. He's not going to replace everything and hope one of, of the four things he, he bids you fixes it. Oil leaks, it doesn't start cold, it doesn't start hot, it really makes no difference. So if you have a, a domestic truck like a Chevy Dodger Ford, and he does some imports as well, he's located at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. It's strictly diesel service and repair, open Monday through Friday, but you can go to their website and they sell lots of diesel parts 24 hours a day on their website, strictly diesel service and repair. John, good morning. Morning, how are you? I'm good. Okay, we moved to Chicago, we moved from Chicago back in June, and my son and I both have Acura TSXs. I have a 13, he has an 09, and I'm just looking for a good, reliable shop where we can get oil changes, do some 
minor repairs and whatever may come up. My son, 09, has a lot of rattling noise in the suspension. Okay. Um, can you give me parts of town? What part of town are you in? Uh, I'm, we're up in Anthem. Oh, boy. You're going to have to come down um, closer to the valley. The easy thing to do, and, and you probably have a couple of different parts of town, my my list of best car repair shops for Phoenix, that's been around since 1988, by the way, is available at MarkSalem.com, MarkSalem.com. And um, okay. we have shops that are that are all over the valley. Um, I would, I, I I don't know that I like, I don't know that I'm going to tell you to go to an Acura shop because the Acura and the Honda have the same ignition system, the same fuel delivery system. I mean, pretty much everything the same. And if you have fundamentals, you can work on all those cars. But there are times, maybe once a month that we will actually seek the advice of a shop that just works on BMWs because we have come to a standstill and the road ahead of us has three forks. And so we kind of need a little bit of help. So we'll contact one of the BMW-only shops in town and say, hey, help us out this, or we'll just send them the car. That only happens a couple times a year for most of us, for most of us. So um, oil changes and stuff like that. Just look at their Google reviews and make sure that they're honest and make sure they've been in business for a long time. The longer, the better, because that means there's some grizzly old guy with gray hair and gray nose hairs that's running the shop, and he knows right from wrong and the value of taking care of his customers as opposed to draining their wallet every time they come in. So that's that's what I would do. If, if you're up north that way, you'll have to come in. Now, where do you work at in the valley? Oh, I'm in sales. I work all over. So any okay. really anything uh, off seventeen uh, would be good. Okay. Or the one hundred and one. Okay. The west side of one hundred and one. I got action. Okay, action autos at Deer Valley and I seventeen. He's on the northwest corner, and then I got uh, Kurtz Automotive on Bell and I seventeen on the northeast corner, and those okay. two guys can fix anything except the crack of dawn and a broken heart. And so they're they're both pretty good guys. What was the first one? Uh, Action. Action. Action, Yeah. Action Auto is at Deer Valley, and Kurtz is at Bell, and they're both on the intersection of I-17. Awesome. Can I ask you one more thing? Sure. My son's son's driver's seat has a pretty good rip in it. I didn't notice it until it got to be a little bit bigger than I and I like maybe five, six-inch rip in the seat. Is there any upholstery shops or anything you know that's good? You know, I'm going to answer your question, and you're going to laugh at this. Auto repair shops know the really good upholstery shops because we pay for the gouges in the seats when our technicians get in the car with a screwdriver in their back pocket. So I would call both of those shops and ask Action and Kurt, who do you suggest that will fit? Uh, or recover or repair a, a seat problem on my uh, on my son's car, and because, like I said, if you were down in the Tempe area, I could give you the name of two or three guys we use to fix our messes, and so that would be the easy way to do it. Okay, awesome. Thank you very much. Great uh, more, oh, thank you, thank you very much, well, and welcome to Arizona. On behalf of all of us natives, welcome. We thank you for coming here and uh, and uh, and I think you'll find this a little different than where you came from and hopefully it'll be different in a good way. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you, well, John. 
602 All five lines are open. If you want to get one, grab one now, and we're going to take a break, and I'll be back in about three minutes. Larry Elder explains what is really causing inflation. Biden has blamed COVID, he's blaming the supply chain, and now he's blamed Putin. Another economist that said the Biden spending is what's causing inflation was Larry Summers, former Treasury Secretary under Obama. Uh, it's not just right-wingers blaming the inflation on the spending policies of Joe Biden. The Larry Elder Show, weeknights at 6 on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Take The Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app, your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Have you ever wondered how some people can live the American dream and make an impact in life and business? Then tune in to the American Impactor Show with hosts Dom Fassett and Catherine Bell. Sundays at 1 p.m. Follow Dom and Catherine each week as they show you how to make an impact in life, business, and the community. Learn how to push past your limiting beliefs for increased success and enrichment. It's the American Dream Impactor Show, Sundays at 1 p.m., right here on 960 The Patriot. I fish. I also clean local waterways so others can fish and swim. I help build public boat ramps for easy access to the water. I provide fishing and water safety education for kids. I maintain a healthy fish population so tomorrow's anglers can enjoy a catch. I prevent unwanted species from spreading into waters where they don't belong. I restore the condition of rivers to help fish and wildlife thrive. I fund long-term plans to protect our lakes and streams. I do all of these things and more all because I buy a fishing license. When you buy a fishing license, you do a lot. In fact, every dollar from a license purchased protects and maintains your local waterways for future generations to enjoy. To learn more about how you can get your fishing license, go to takemefishing.org. That's takemefishing.org. Plenty of people start something great in their 40s and 50s. Getting your retirement savings on track is no different. Go to aceyourretirement.org, and in three minutes, you'll get personalized tips to help boost your retirement savings. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 42 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Every Saturday, we're here from 10 to 12, two hours, talking about car, car repair, questions and problems. I don't have an agenda. I'm not thumping my chest and telling you to come to my shop because that's not what the show's all about. It's about helping you and guiding you and giving you good information so that you can uh, get your car fixed uh, and and what to say and what not to say and what to look for and what not to look for, stuff like that. Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing is in Mesa. He's been around since 1970. He's the only shop in Mesa and really the only shop in the East Valley that I can recommend because he's really good. He's been around a very long time. Brian and Thelma, husband and wife, have worked Thompson since 1970, but both of them came from gas station families that started in the 50s and 60s and 70s. So these two kids, and I call them kids, Brian and Thelma, his wife, those two have have gone home with the smell of gasoline somewhere on their hands or their clothes since they were young. They've been around. So they're on Main Street just east of Stapley, Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing, great place. Andy, what's up? Eddie, not Andy. Oh, Eddie. Okay, it's about Andy. All right, Eddie, tell me, um, Andy call, or uh, let me see, hold on just a minute. It was a, uh, 
it was a uh, I'm looking for it here Monte Carlo um, and he had a problem he had a mo- problem with the security light so give me a brief rundown well he has what's called the pass lock and it's actually a pretty crude anti-theft system there's a magnet at the bottom of the ignition lock cylinder that rotates past the sensor there is no chip in the head of the key there is no pellet in the shank of the key GM just wanted to make sure that the lock cylinder was being turned with a key, any key that was cut for it. So if a thief tried to steal the car and use a slide hammer to pop the ignition lock cylinder out, along with the ignition lock cylinder, he would take the magnet, which would disable the system. 90% of the time, the problem is with the ignition lock cylinder itself. Okay, so do we just take and replace the, and it comes with the key, so we get an ignition loss assembly and a key, pull the steering column apart, and we're done. Right, and I don't I don't know of any bypass that, that works on that. Okay, well, it, it's got to be an open and closed switch in the ignition lock assembly. Couldn't we find those two wires and just touch them together well, for a while? <laughs> no, 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 because actually the, the, the sensor that the, that the magnet rotates around is a Hall effect sensor. Okay. So when it moves, it drops that 5-volt reference to one of 10 different voltage ranges. Okay, okay, okay. All right, so the answer is is a lock cylinder, and a, a, which comes with a new key for his 79 Monte Carlo. Now... This I know that you're in the shop side, but I'm thinking, what's the what, how much time do you think it would take to swap the ignition lock? Uh, we're probably looking dollar-wise, $175. Okay, so $175 to pull the, the ignition switch out of the column and then put a new one in, and the ignition switch, I'm thinking $75, bucks, $80? Bucks? Am I wrong? Yeah, probably around, around that. You're probably pretty close. Okay, so that would be the repair, and and yeah. that should take care of his security light problem where he has to wait 10 minutes before he starts it again. Yes. Yeah, and that's hard to do when you're running late for work. Okay, Eddie works for me. <laughs> I know. How, how, yeah, you know. Eddie works for me, folks. Um, he's been there 30, how many years? It'll be 33 years on Monday. 33 years with me, and he's seen the very best of Mark Salem. He's seen the very worst of Mark Salem. (laughs) And Eddie, along with Adam, along with Nate, along with John, along with Ron, I don't know who else I'm missing. Um, I really do. Well, Jeff's been there a long time, too. Oh, and Jeff the parts guy. Jeff and Sean, those are the most important people right there. Ooh, baby. So we have service. but, But my point is this. I practice what I preach. The people that work for me work for me for a very long period of time. They understand the rules. They're really good at following rules. They're really good at taking adv- not taking advantage of customers. They're really, really good. And so we have lots of technicians that have been with me well past 10, uh, up to 30 years. And these guys are all ASE masters as well. So they've been around the block, and, and uh, they, they, they have to put up with me every once in a while. And half the time I'm wrong, and I'm riding the wrong horse, and the other half the time they're right, and I have to apologize. And, that's well, and sometimes easy. that horse bucks you, too. Yeah. <laughs> now I have to explain that. A long time ago, I got bucked off a horse and scrambled my head. Um, I, I've blamed that horse head injury on my behavior for... <laughs> <laughs> for 20 years. 
<laughs> and and it is true. I I scrambled my brains. That's at least that's yeah. But they're they're not calling you the horse's head. They're calling you the other end. Well, you're right. You're right. They do that, but they don't do that to my face. <laughs> they do it after I I talk to them about we need to change this. But anyway, um, Eddie and I have been friends for thirty some odd years. We've been through ups and downs together, and he's been in three different facilities. We started back in 1985 at one facility, but then in 19 he came to us shortly after that, and then um and then we moved into a brand new facility in 1994 in Tempe, and we've we're still there now. So Eddie's been with my my family. He's a member of my family for all intents and purposes. But like I said, so is so is Adam. So is Ron. So is Jeff. So is Nate. Um, so I mean, all those guys—they're just like family to me. So, and but again, I'm not giving you the name of the shop because it's not important. This isn't about my shop. This is about your cars. And so hopefully. Uh, Andy will. Uh, Andy was listening, and he was going to send me an email. And if he does, then I'll pass that information on. So thank you, Eddie. All righty, we've got Dave. Dave, good morning. How can we help you? Good morning, sir. Good morning. Uh, Chevy S10 Blazer, 1988. Okay. Uh, I replaced a power steering hose. I had to get one custom made because this subframe is under underneath a '53 Chevy truck. Okay. 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 Power steering hose leaks. Mechanic, we pulled it out, replaced it. Okay. Bam. Then the power steering pump failed. I said, don't fiddle with it. Replace them both. We ended up replacing the pump and the hose. A week later, driving down the freeway, bam, the power steering hose blows out again. Brand new pump, brand new hose. Nothing, nothing, nothing's changed. Tell me what's in the power steering box that would cause that pump to go bad to to no. pressure to have that kind of pressure. No, that um, <laughs> well, if you put a really small pulley on it for the system and you're spinning it at three times its normal oh. rate, then that could be a yeah, problem. But usually, you get the pump with the pulley, so that pump Absolutely. and pulley should come matched. That's right. Okay, I, I don't right. know. And this car's got. By the way, this Chevy S10 Blazer had a hundred thousand miles, has a hundred thousand miles on the engine and everything. Never had a problem, and all of a sudden, bam! This thing shows up. Okay. And well, I, well my my thought. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. You've I'm already sorry. done the pump, and you've already done the hose. The only thing left is the box, yep. and and but but I'm telling you, the box in neutral position hands off the steering wheel. The box isn't pumping up the pressure. It's as you turn the steering wheel and we re-divert the pressure to the left side or yeah. the right side is where the pump begins to work a little bit harder than it did before. But I, I don't know. You, you Folks, he, he's mixing and matching two vehicles here. So he's got this well, from one but, part of a car and this from another part and another make and model and stuff. No, it's, it's, all, it's all Chevy S10 Blazer. I mean, I've got a 53 truck on it, but... Power steering, pump, everything. Steering box, suspension is all Chevy S10 Blazer. Okay, if that's this, the... is, this is just this is just amazing. I'm like, I think like you, man. What's in the power steering box that's going bad? That's the only thing that's left. Well, the only thing that it could be is, is I would take the power steering box off and I'd turn it upside down on a bench with a clean towel and I'd start, I'd put my drill on it and I'd go forward to lock, backward to lock about 10 times and pump all that stuff out. And if it's all filled with ground up metal, then you found your problem. 
Yeah, but if it's I nice, agree. clean okay. fluid, then it's going to be fine. So I, I don't know the answer to it, but that's what I would do is I would start looking for ground-up metal, and it's it's going to be deposited into the power steering box. If you want to, center up the steering linkage on the box, take the box out, then pull the top cover off of it and look inside and see how much metal is inside there. See what's going on. Okay, yeah. good. Okay, all right, good that's luck to you. That. Thank you. And Norm, Norm, you're up next. How can I help you? Yeah, hi there. Hey, I have a 2016 Honda HRV, and a few weeks ago, the smart entry system light started to come on. It'll come on, and it'll stay on for a couple days, and then all of a sudden it goes off. So I just don't know what to do with it. Is it a yellow light or a red light? It's a yellow light. Okay. There's probably a code behind that. So you could, if you wanted to, stop at an auto parts store and ask the person to pull the code, and then they're going to give you a piece of paper that has a variety of possibilities on it. That's, I mean, if you take it to a shop, the shop's going to plug in a computer and say, hey, what's going on? And it's going to say, I got this problem here. And it's okay, what is it? Well, I got high pressure when I shouldn't have high pressure. Okay. And then I'm supposed to know how to test that pressure. And we do. I mean, shops do do that. So... In your, and and the fact that it's yellow, right? It's not red? Right. The light? The light? Yeah, it's, it's yellow. Okay. Yellow is caution. Yellow is you continue, continue to drive. I just see something I don't like. That's what it's saying. I see something I don't like. It's no different than the yellow light that says door ajar. You know what I mean? It's no different. Right. So it's not an emergency. It's something that you can have done. Most oil change only places would not be the appropriate place to go, and you certainly wouldn't want to go to a um, uh, a shop that specializes on fiats. So, um, do you have a shop that you could go to at the appropriate time and say, "Would you look at this?" No, I don't. What part of town do you work in or live in? Uh, I live down in Gilbert. Okay probably come up into town um do you, where do you work what uh, let me see if i can find somewhere close to where you work no i'm retired oh okay uh thompson's auto repair in mesa is the closest shop there's lots of shops between you and thompson's but there's only thompson's that i know that will treat you right and he, i've never had a complaint on thompson's ever 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 and i've been doing this since 1988 so Thompson's okay. Auto Repair and Towing is up in Mesa. It's on Main Street, just east of uh, of uh, Stapley, on the south side of the road. And he'd be a, a good guy. If you if if you want some other options, then email me at mark at marksalem dot com. Mark with a K at marksalem, spell like the cigarette dot com. Mark Salem, and I'll see if I can find something else for you. But I I'm sure I can find a shop for you uh, to go to. And I just that area of the East Valley is kind of sparse for a lot of shops have sold and I don't take shops under new ownership. And so if a shop that was on my list sells or they change the name and it has a new owner, they don't get to be on my list. They have to have five years of experience and five years of impeccable history, complaint history, um, and the absence of complaints. Uh, oh, and if they have complaints, they've handled them to the customer's satisfaction. Those are the criteria. So that would be the best okay. that I, I could do. Um, who does your oil changes? Uh, well, I bought the package when I uh, got the car, so I just take it back to the dealer. Okay. You can 
the the question to any shop and and perhaps the next oil change you, you say to him i've got this problem how much is the checkout and most everybody's checkout fees right now is between 75 and 150 dollars and i'll tell you that a third of those are going to be once you find it you fix it and we're done so that's really the whole enchilada so finding okay. it is $150 and fixing it is a buck. You, you see my point? Oftentimes that's the issue. And so um, then you say to him, okay, well then tell me how much it costs to, to tell me what's wrong and give me an estimate. So you're going to have a checkout charge, then you're going to have a part and a labor, or you'll have a labor to fix a bad connection or something like that. But those three parts are part of the of it. But if it's yellow light, don't worry, it's not a red light. Red light means stop. Don't go any further. Yellow just means caution, and you can continue to drive the car with safe. It's safe, okay? Okay, so there's no chance that someday the car won't start because something's wrong with the uh, whatever goes on between the key fob and the ignition. Well, here's the deal. Red means stop, and yellow means caution. And that's the, and every light on everybody's dash is going to be the, one of those colors with the exception of the turn signals. So okay. when the when the light is caution, it means you can, you know, people drive from southern Arizona to Phoenix all the time with check engine lights on, and those are yellow. So it's just caution. I, I, not knowing oh. what it is, I can't tell you for sure you're not going to get stuck, but I can tell you historically yellow lights don't cause breakdowns. Okay, great. Okay? Okay. Thank you I, very much. I appreciate you're, it. You're welcome, Norm. If you... Uh, want to email me you can if you would give me your phone number that would be very helpful because i'm going to have questions so if you have a question and you want to talk about it then mark at MarkSalem.com and give me your phone number now when i call you back i'm going to call from a blocked line for obvious reasons because i'm using my cell phone and and if you don't answer i'm going to say hey this is mark i'm calling from a blocked line and if i have a message for you or an answer to your question i'm just going to give it to you then if not, I'm going to ask you to, you know, email me a time and a day when you're going to be available, or I'll try you again in an hour, thinking that you're going to pick up my phone um, uh, message and understand that I just called. So most of the time, I can call back within the hour, and the person will email me, and and then we can get together. So I'll I'll be happy to do that with you. So Mark at MarkSalem.com. Give me the problem. Give me the year, make, and model of the vehicle. Tell me what the problem is. And then I'll call you back, and uh, and we'll talk about it. And sometimes I'll just answer your email because it's an easy one. But most of the time there has to be a little give and take. Is there any other problems? Um, how's it starting in the morning? You've got the you know fluctuate. You've got a gas smell. Do you see any gas underneath the car? Those kinds of questions are important. So six o. And so next week we'll be here from ten to twelve talking about car car repair issues. You're welcome to join us. You can also get us on iHeartRadio if that's what you want to do. But what we're doing is we're not selling anything. I'm not trying to get you to buy any magic lotion for your car. I'm not telling you that I have a machine that will blow air into your tires and make you and double your fuel economy. None of that is there. I'm a master technician. I've been working on cars since 1968, and I'll help you the best I can. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.